I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast. Today, I've got a great interview with Iranian singer Azam Ali. She has been the voice of Vas and Niaz in countless movies for the last two decades. Her new album, Phantoms, is her first all-English release, and it's all electronic. It's going to be our CD of the month in October. Azam has a wonderful story, and I've got it for you ahead. Before we get to that, I want to remind you to drop us a review on your podcast provider like Apple Music, and be sure to subscribe to the Echoes podcast, which comes out every week with great artists and interviews. And now, hide under the covers, because Azam Ali is out with Phantoms. Azam Ali is one of the most alluring voices of our era. She first came to renown in the 90s as a singer with the world fusion group Vas and then the Persian fusion band Niaz. Her intoxicating sensual voice is heard in dozens of films including Thor, The Dark World, 300, John Carter, and Priest. She's released a few solo albums but none like her newest Phantoms. It's her first time singing an entire album in English, and she also composed and programmed all the music in this electronic odyssey. on Skype, Azam Ali is sitting in her sunny home studio in Los Angeles that she shares with her husband and fellow Niaz member, Loka Ramin Torkian, and their son. Her long, wavy brown hair and narrow, darkly hued and sultry face are almost as much a trademark as her voice. She is a daughter of the desert, born in Iran but growing up in India from the age of 4 to 15 when she emigrated to America. She exults in her Iranian birthright and Indian childhood in everything from her music to her clothes to her food. But Ali is a woman of the world who now feels exiled from her birthplace in Iran. When my mother passed away in 2011, when I went back, I thought, you know, I was expecting the same Iran that I remembered when I was four or five. And it had changed so much, you know. Post-war Iran was post-revolution, just, it was, it was very heartbreaking. And I think I had a very similar experience to most people who go back after many years is you, you can't bear it. So I went for my mother's funeral, then I came back. I went back the year after, and I planned to stay for a month. And after two weeks, I, I called Loga and I said, change my ticket, I, I need to come back home. I, I couldn't do it. It was too depressing for me. I think you can hear that sense of loss in Azam Ali's new album, Phantoms. Oh, 
Phantoms is something of a breakout album for Azam Ali. She's been doing the electronic programming for the last couple of albums with Niaz, but on Phantoms, she is clearly the woman twisting the knobs and negotiating the programs. This album was really so much more of a statement for me. I really wanted to come out as a female producer and, and I didn't want to be defined by a single role that I'm just a singer because when you sing, no matter what you do, you're always going to be recognized just for the singing. Even on the last Niaz record, even though I did majority of the programming, and nobody ever talked about that in interviews. So it was kind of like I needed to make a statement about, you know, what it is to be a female producer. Ali drew from a range of influences from her deep knowledge of music from across the Middle Eastern diaspora to medieval chants and more. But her real passion began with trip-hop and progressive music. My musical heroes. I would say definitely Massive Attack, Portishead, Cocteau Twins, David Sylvian, Robert Fripp, a lot of the 480s stuff. Then came electronic music. Beginning with when I was 15, 16, when I discovered Depeche Mode, it was kind of my entry into more electronic music. And then I, I progressed onto real industrial music. And then Nine Inch Nails, you know, Pretty Hate Machine. That album was so influential for me because it made industrial music emotional and melodic. She covers a song by the Cocteau Twins called Shallow Than Halo and wrote an essay about the Cocteaus on the Talkhouse website. They loved the track so much, um, Talkhouse magazine, and they asked me if I would write an essay about the Cocteau Twins and why I chose to cover their song. As soon as the essay was published and I shared it on my Facebook page, Simon Ramon from Cocteau Twins came and, and wrote on my page how much he loved the piece and I couldn't believe it. I was just in shock. So I contacted him. I wrote to him on Facebook immediately. He replied and, and I sent him the song and he loved it. And that was it for me. Cocteau twin singer Elizabeth Frazier was a big influence on Azam Ali, particularly in her earlier music with Voss when she was singing in an imaginary language. She does that less these days, singing in Farsi and other languages with Niaz. Still, she concentrates on the sound as much as the meaning of her lyrics and puts them together in an unusual way. I'm constantly writing words or adjectives, mostly adjectives, or if I think of two words that go together really, like tender violet, for example. I thought of that and I thought, that sounds beautiful, and I'll write it down. And I have hundreds of pages upon pages. And so what I do is usually when I'm going to write, when I'm gonna do a song in English, I'll choose 10 
pages that have about 500 of the adjectives I've collected and I'll put them on the ground and then I'll start improvising and wherever my eye goes I'll pick up a word here or there and that's for example how I, how I pretty much did the whole record no. sense of loss and despair in much of Phantoms. I asked Ali if she mightn't have called the album Hope is Lost or taken one of her own song titles for the album's title, Ode to Melancholy. I think I feel a sense of hopelessness right now in terms of the direction we are moving globally, much more towards nationalism, exceptionalism, you know, seeing a rise in white supremacy, I mean, after 2011, we had a very difficult time. That was one of the main reasons we decided to move to Montreal. But then it it was great. And then, and then now this whole thing has started again. And I actually don't believe it's going to get better for a while. I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. So there is a sense of hopelessness right now. Azam Ali actually hears Ode to Melancholy as spiritual, which could be said for many of Phantom's tracks. Songs like Scattered Stars bring her into a more positive light, heading for the divine. For me, when I wrote Scattered Stars, you know, we are all stars from where there is no name. It's, uh, I think anybody who goes on a spiritual quest, on an inner journey, there comes a point where you begin to feel that you belong nowhere. That's really what the song is about. It's not it's in some ways not even being able to relate to the human condition, the world. Because as I'm getting older, I'm feeling more and more that way. <laughs> Eastern poets like Rabindranath Tagore and Rumi cast spiritual poems in the language of love, and that ultimately is where Azam Ali comes down, even in her darker moments. None of my lyrics are really about earthly love. They're really about searching for a divine love. And what is that divine love? It's a connection. I'm looking for a connection, a divine connection to something greater and higher than all of this.
Azam Ali's latest album is Phantoms. She's also still touring and recording with Niaz, where she is sure to return to creating her Persian fusion, singing in Farsi and other languages. You can get a hold of Azam Ali's Phantoms at Echoes.org. I'll have a link for you in the posting for this podcast. Phantoms will be the Echoes CD of the Month in October. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. Don't forget to donate at Echoes.org. That's E-C-H-O-E-S dot org O-R-G. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or online right now on Echoes. Echoes.